Good morning and welcome to Monday. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website, as if you didn't know, allamericangold.com. And I hope everybody had a fantastic weekend. Uh, Arizona, we got high school football. Of course, you guys know uh, my kids are uh, big football players, so it was a, a big Friday night for us. Not the same. You know, there's uh, social distancing and small crowds. You know, the each here in Arizona, most places, uh, each child that is participating gets two tickets. You know, a ticket for mom, a ticket for dad, uh, and that's all you get. Uh, we were victorious in the holy war against Brophy Prep, and uh, but it's just sad because should have been a game where four or five thousand people were there. Uh, instead, we are lucky if there was four hundred people there uh, between both sides. By the way, uh, I'm wishing uh, Kurt Warner's son Elijah a speedy recovery. He uh, he got injured in that game for Brophy, and uh, I know it was. Uh, Probably a season-ending injury is what I heard from him. So, Elijah, our thoughts and prayers are with you. Hope you get a hope you have a, a speedy recovery. I heard that Colorado's going to start football. At least uh, that's what I heard out of Valor Prep. Uh, so that's more good news. Obviously, the president, the COVID, a lot of people talking about that. Uh, the, you know, I told you the weekend was going to tell us all we need to know. Looks like he's on the road to recovery. But it is funny. And I'm not saying that it's wrong. Okay, I'm not. He's the president of the United States. But I was listening this week, and they were talking about his oxygen level. Now, you know, uh, you know, I went through this. Now, I didn't have a fever. I didn't have uh, uh, any of these un- other issues as it relates to COVID. But the one thing I did have was the low oxygen level. Matter of fact, uh, extremely, extremely low. And they were talking about the president's oxygen levels being in like 93 and acting like, oh, my God. The first time I went to the emergency room, my oxygen level was at 85 and they sent me home. The second time I went, it was at 79, and they sent me home. By the time I finally got to Mayo, my oxygen level was at 60. I mean, 93 is kind of, you know, I I know they're saying, you know, it should be 97, 98. That's kind of hard. Like, 97, 98, if you're just sitting there doing nothing, I mean, you can't even be, like, standing up would make it go down. So I don't know. You know, I, I I have a hard time believing that they reacted the way they did over 93. But I could be wrong. You know, he is the president. But he got de- dexamethasone, which I was on, remdesivir, which I was on, the plasma treatment, which I was on. So uh, I guess the good news is, is uh, I got what the president got. The difference was he got it at 93. I had to get to near death before they would give it to me. So, I mean, there you go. There, I know the pecking order now of the world. The president's way up here, and then that scum 
at the bottom of the barrel. That's about where I fit in. So uh, that's what that's what I took out. I think he's going to be fine. Uh, let's hope so. You know, and everybody's uh, freaking out about uh, the the little car trip that he took, and he's endangering the Secret Service and and all that stuff. And I don't know. Could be. I'm not sure. Uh, but but nonetheless, I think he's I think he's going to be a okay. You know the I know this the remdesivir they they told me you know five you need five days of treatment. Um, that's the proto- protocol for that particular drug. Uh, so uh, if the president does get released today, I don't know if they plan on maybe giving it to him at the White House. You know, or if they're not going to give him the whole five days, I don't know. But uh, uh, it's just an IV deal. Uh, it takes about oh tw- twenty five to thirty minutes uh, for the for the IV to you know get all into your system. Uh, the the death the dexamethasone that's the one that worries me. That made me totally uh, bat you know what crazy. It really did. My anxiety uh, went through the roof on that drug. So uh, hopefully the president. <laughs> Could you imagine the the president all all whacked out uh, with with that? I hope that doesn't happen, but uh, it probably lead to some pretty funny tweets. Uh, but I think he's going to be okay based on what I'm hearing the doctors say. Um, I don't know that he was unless they're lying about it, which they could be, right? They, they it could have been a lot worse, uh, and and they just don't want you to know that. But uh, it appears uh, that he's going to be. Uh, in good health. By the way, we got another big rally, gold and silver. Uh, this is gold, basically. The computers take over, right? This is what happens. Uh, gold is now back into the uptrend, uh, up $16, $1,915, uh Silver uh, approaching $24.5. The Dow is up 365 on a lot of rumors of, about a deal. A lot of rumors uh, about a deal when it comes to stimulus. Listen, the election's less than a month away. Believe me, a deal's coming. Whether it's before or right after, either way, a deal's coming. Unfortunately, not soon enough. Another massive layoff announcement. We'll tell you about that next. 800-951-0592. This isn't the worst day for layoff announcements, but uh, still not uh, a great one. H&M, you know, they, they do like the T-shirts and, and uh, I, I would say teen uh, retailer. Uh, they're closing 250 stores, but the big news came out of Cineworld. And I know that uh, for those of you that don't know, that's Regal movie theater chain here in the United States. And they're going to close all of their movie theaters and that is a massive number uh, they're here and the UK but mostly here 45,000 jobs total uh, uh it appears that roughly uh, roughly 30 to 35,000 of the 45,000 are here in the United States uh, I don't know how you liquidate. I mean, I guess you just liquidate, and, and it's not like, uh, I don't know, you go in and buy the candy, right? the leftover popcorn. I, I don't know, but uh, they're going to start liquidations. AMC, 
Now that's one, obviously, the, the one that a lot of you have all sort of. AMC, I am told that they are months away. They have less uh, than six months worth of money left. Uh, before they're going to have to, I guess they go. I mean, is there a movie theater left? I don't know what what happened. I, I don't know. It's a, a great question. Those are tough ones because you know the movie theaters, they've got the slant, you know, for the the seating. So it, it, that, that's a hard one to convert into something else. Uh, you know, I have to spend a little more money, but uh, yeah. So all the uh, regal theaters in the United States are now going to be closed. Uh, word is that AMC uh, only has months left of revenue, and again, all the movies are being postponed, right? Because why? I mean, why put them? Even if they're done, you, you know, you don't put them out. And again, do we really need a movie theater anymore? Right? You could go right to Netflix, right, and, and charge—I don't know, twenty-five bucks, something like that—for a new release, and and uh, get rid of all the movie theaters altogether. Uh, just another one of those things. Again, uh, more pressure on the commercial real estate market over the weekend. Uh, there was, I'm trying to find it here. I know I saved it somewhere. Where did I pull? Oh, there it is. We're starting to see now some cracks in this commercial real estate market. Uh, a CDO by Cerberus Capital. Now, you remember Cerberus, right? Uh, one of the, the former Treasury Secretary, John Snow, the Snow Job, uh, he works over there. They, they, they're, they're behind uh, Safeway and Albertsons. Uh, they're the company that owns them. Uh, they were heavily into, uh, I think, the car business as well. Uh, now they're saying that uh, they're trying to dump some commercial real estate back CDOs that are potentially worthless. Uh, right now, they're rated at triple B minus. Uh, but of course, everybody, everybody out there says, "Hey, listen. Again, this is one of those things. Uh, the rating agencies are well behind the curve, and without a bailout, uh, if you really had to uh, value these things, it's going to be hard to do. But they're trying to dump these CDOs." that are 96% junk loans. And uh, I don't know how they're going to be able to do it. And they, They've got all these charts and graphs and all this stuff. Here's the bottom line. Nobody's paying. And, you know, we, we have, uh, well, where, where is it here? Let me, let me find out here. What was it? Man, I thought I had my stuff together today. I guess I don't. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, talking about the commercial real estate, Wolf Richter. Uh, if you guys uh, want to follow somebody that does great research, uh, Wolf Richter, uh, Wolf Street, I would say at least every other week, if not more, I'm sharing with you his research. Excuse me, I had a cough there. And a lot of it, he's really, really good. Uh, and gets into the details, and he, he did an article uh, about the commercial real estate market over the weekend, and, and particularly the office sector, and saying that there is a tsunami of supply 
in Manhattan, San Francisco, Houston, Chicago, Los Angeles. The third quarter of 2020 uh, is a, a huge, huge shift of the work-from-home employee and the sudden corporate realization that after years of hogging all available office space for future use, that these companies are trying now to get rid of all that space. There is a difference between cities. Matter of fact, this Wednesday uh, at 12, I think it's 12.30 Colorado time, and I'll get the exact time. It's either 12 or, or, or 12.30 uh, Colorado time. I'm going to have James Morgan back on on 13.60. He's our real estate expert in, in the in Colorado, the two hottest housing markets in the country are the two markets that we're on live in, Phoenix and Denver, and the price has gotten ridiculous. Matter of fact, uh, in the Denver area now, just the median price of a, of a single-family home is now over half a million dollars in Phoenix is right behind them, uh, so it's going to be great to get their opinions. But Wolf Richter is talking about all the empty office space and how much office space is now for sale by companies that had bought them in advance of saying, hey, we're going to need this two years from now, three years from now, and now they're, they're trying to dump them. Total availability, sublease availability, plus regular availability. And when you talk about availability, that's how you got to talk about it. Right? So, hey, if you own a building and you're, you're, you don't have anybody there and it's empty and you're trying to sublease, sublease it, right, chances are what, hey, I can't keep paying the rent on this building unless I get some tenants in there. Has soared... In all of the major markets, and of course I gave you those markets, Houston, Manhattan, Chicago, San Francisco, L.A., and that there's only one way of getting rid of it other than defaulting on the lease is to put it on the market or sublease it. Total availability, they're now saying, is at a near record high with transactions nearly at zero. So think about this. Think about our major cities. And think about nobody buying any office space at all. And that's what uh, Wolf Richter is. is. Uh, Star Companies and Park Avenue, another one at Hudson Square, uh, drove overall market availability to over 13.3% as leasing activity is plunged by 45% year over year. So think about leasing activity, and not just in these five cities, overall in the United States, cut in half to only 4.7 million square feet. Asking rents down 5% year over year 
to below $100 to $93.43. The rate at which leases are actually signed, this is a problem, $84. So now, you know, you're thinking about, hey, it was, we were uh, over $100. We're saying that the the price is at 93 but if you actually looked at contracts that actually got signed, it's actually down at $84 a square foot. Uh, they're saying that overall asking rents now down to $80 a square foot when you factor in the sublease part of it. And they're saying that uh, owners remain hesitant to significantly lower direct asking rents. The reality is that the gap between asking rents and taking rents is widening. In other words, Richter is saying, hey, you can ask what you want. I don't care. Ask for 93. Heck, you can ask for 100. But what you're actually is going to get is significantly less. And they're saying that you could see a 10 to 20% structural reduction in demand for office space. You were at 50. Well, I guess 45. I don't want to exaggerate it. I don't know. When you're sitting there, uh, then he breaks it down, talked about how uh, San Francisco, Houston, by the way, Texas, we need to bring this up. You know, we talked about the price of oil last week, and they're talking that bankrupt oil companies, they don't even have enough money to seal the wells, and that just in Texas alone, they could need a hundred and seventeen billion dollars to secure this stuff, and I and I only bring that up because you need to understand how big of a problem we're really talking about. I know the stock market's up, I do, but you we got to understand what 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 is the stock market today? Well, it's Apple, it's Amazon, right? It, it's Microsoft. It's technology, and then it's and then it's the other, you know, Walmart, right? Walmart, which is kind of like Amazon with stores, right? I mean, let's face it, uh, they've got about the same type of, you know, the same type of products and whatnot. That's Wall Street. The problem that we focus on here, especially when it comes to your to our money. Listen, all of our money, right? It, it's in a couple of places, right? Where is it? It's in your bank account, right? You got to have money to pay bills, right? You got to pay the mortgage, got to pay the car payment, health insurance, got to life insurance, right? Uh, automobile insurance, a lot of insurance. What you do when you buy precious metals, when you're buying gold and silver, you're buying insurance. That's what it is. What's it insuring against? The money that's in your bank account. The money that's in your 401ks, in your IRAs. Right? It's the Federal Reserve note. Right? Think about all the things that the central bank has had to do. You know, if you go back to 2005, that's only 15 years ago. The central bank had a balance sheet of less than a trillion dollars. It was like $700 billion. 
and they held treasuries. You know, some long date, some short date, you know, nothing exorbitant. They're going to finish this year somewhere closing in on $8 trillion. Let's just call it a $7 trillion increase in 15 years. The national debt was, I don't have the exact number, but it was 5 or $6 trillion. By the way, we rolled over $27 trillion this weekend. Right? So we've had a $20-plus trillion increase there. So we've added another $27 trillion of debt in 15 years. What could possibly go wrong with your money? 800-951-0592. Gold is insurance. That's what it is. In every country, you insure it against a different currency, right? In Canada, they insure it against the loonie. In Europe, they against the euro. Japan against the yen. Here, it's against the dollar. And you start really thinking about what that means. Because most people, when they think that, you know, they think of their bank account. But it's so much more than that. It's your retirement Right? It's your IRAs, it's your 401ks, everything we have is priced in dollars. And a weakening dollar just means everything costs more. And remember, listen, figure it out already. The Federal Reserve has broken every rule they've ever made. Because they used to try to convince us that a little debt was okay. You know, even in, think about even in 1971, you know, the debt, the national debt now, was only $400 billion. How could we go 195 years and only have $400 billion of debt? And then in the last, by the time we get to next year, okay, so 50 years, so 195, 400 billion. Most of that 195 years, we were on the gold standard for most of that time. Right? We really didn't technically get off the gold standard here in the U.S. until 1933, right, when they took the gold from the citizenry, and as an American, you could no longer take a $20 bill and go to the bank and say, hey, give me a $20 gold piece instead. You couldn't do that. As a matter of fact, from 1933 to 1971, it was illegal to own gold in the United States unless it was, what, jewelry? Maybe you had some artwork, or maybe you had some gold fillings. Other than that, you couldn't own it. Most people don't even realize that. It's so funny what people don't realize. Now, why would they not share that in school? Why wouldn't everybody? Oh, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, I I remember. Yeah, I learned that in seventh grade history class. Because they don't want you to know it. They want you to think that all is the United States has ever known 
is this central bank. And of course, I've told the story a thousand times of Ron Paul on our, on our website today. If you want to listen to Ron Paul's video, he talked about Richard Nixon and closing the gold window in 1971. Talking about how uh, foreign governments rather have their gold uh, than, than buy more treasuries. And for those of you that don't know, just the we couldn't own it. Foreign governments could still request up until uh, August 1971, as the the debt, the treasuries that they had bought, as they matured, they could request payment in gold. And, of course, at the time, gold was only valued at $35. So you could imagine uh, what they were doing. Yeah, yeah, I, I want the gold. Very similar to today. Now, the dollar has had a, uh advantage over every other currency because it was the quote-unquote reserve currency. Right? When we won World War II, the best thing, the central bank. Listen, the central bank would already be gone. But two things. Uh, 1933, they still controlled the, the Congress, right? The bankers put their buddies in there, and somehow they were able to convince everybody it was Gold's fault. And then, of course, it really wasn't. You're, if you knew your history, before the United States entered uh, World War II, the economy was back in recession again. And going off the gold standard didn't solve anything. Uh, what got us out, Bretton Woods got us out, right? The hey, the price for winning is everything needs to be bought in dollars. And you think about every major city: London, Paris, Frankfurt, right, Rome, right. All these cities, they were they were smithereens, so they had to be completely rebuilt. So everybody was buying things in dollars. Well, Stephen Roach, he's a long, long time senior uh, executive vice president at Morgan Stanley, wrote an op-ed in the Financial Times over the weekend talking about that privilege that the United States had, the position as the world's dominant reserve currency is about to come to an end. Now, I don't know. I hope he's wrong. But, and why? I, I, because I agree it's coming to an end. I don't like the time he put on it. He said that the privilege is about to be withdrawn. A crash in the dollar is likely. And he's saying that it would, could fall by as much as 35% by the end of 2021. That's a we're a year away from that. By the way, the dollar right now is at ninety three. Thirty five percent from there would put the dollar at sixty. Which the all time record low for the dollar is about seventy two. Think about where gold's gonna be. Cause you know what? Here's the reality. His timing may be right. His timing may be wrong, right? He may be a little early. I'm hoping he's early. If he's not early, 
it is going to be such a traumatic transition. And, and again, I keep thinking about Jay Powell, you know, and giving these idiot speeches talking about inflation and how we need to have more inflation and more inflation. Just think about what I told you about commercial real estate. Prices are collapsing. And they're collapsing. Not Now, are they collapsing in Phoenix? I don't know. Denver, I don't know. But pretty much every other major city, right, out, you know, the cities that litter the top 20, they're collapsing. Seattle, San Francisco, New York, Chicago. I didn't even get talk about Chicago. You know that Chicago, you know, I was talking about $80 a square foot. In Chicago, you get office space for 40 Houston. And Houston big Houston's big time. You know, most people don't realize it. I think Houston is the fourth largest city in the country. Picture Radio News Hour. Think about the dollar. Think about all your savings. How much insurance do you have on Picture Radio News Hour? We'll be back right after. 800-951-0592. So what's the reason? Why does Stephen Roach think the dollar is going to crash 35% in the next year. Two reasons. One is the current account deficit, just massive. Right? We know we're watching the debts, and, and it doesn't even matter. Look at the trade deficits and, and all, the, all the, the Treasury's balance sheet, which blew up. And you know, you noticed, uh, and Jason uh, brought this up a few weeks ago, uh, the, the pace of the increase of, of the United States debt had slowed down. And, of course, uh, the Treasury had, had the, built up this massive balance sheet so it could run off so at the end of the year they could make the debt appear better than what it was. Now, we've crossed $27 trillion. We know there's going to be a stimulus. Okay. We know, let, let's just call it uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of $2 trillion. Okay. So that's 27 that's 28 that's 29 Plus you got to have your regular stuff, right? So uh, your regular spending for October, November, December, right? Okay, now we're talking $30 trillion. And think about this, 195 years, $400 billion the next 50 years is going to be well over because you got to remember we got to go all the way to august of 2021 that'll be 50 years since we are officially off the gold standard and the dollar was allowed to trade freely what's it going to be 33 34 trillion 50 years not and plus hey yeah we haven't encountered the Federal Reserve's balance sheet. What's that going to be? Ten or twelve more? So what are we really talking about? I mean, we're going to be approaching fifty trillion in fifty years. And the problem is, the next ten years, we're probably going to add another fifty. And this is why it's all coming down. The other big reason. This one kind of made a lot of sense. I didn't like it. The collapse in the domestic savings rate. Now, we had a big spike in savings with the $600 payments. In August, 
the payments at, you know there weren't the payments personal spending or personal savings rate fell by an annualized rate of 725 billion dollars like you know September's going to be the same I think about could you imagine every month the savings rates falling by 60 to 70 billion dollars a month month after month after once you you know eventually you run out of months and this is what he's talking about he goes the vast majority of Americans outside of the uber rich are going to be bankrupt they're going to raid their retirement accounts raid their 401ks their IRAs because they don't have the money and he says that the dollar is going to crash and it will I hope his timing's wrong I hope it's not in the next year my guess is if he's right forget about $3,000 gold or $4,000 gold you're probably going to see I don't know 5000 with the dollar at 60 you know the problem is i don't think it stops there that's that's the biggest problem and when you think about you know start putting together his reasonings as to uh why all of this is going to happen it makes a lot of sense right deficit wise between the central bank and the federal government uh we're going to add anywhere from five to ten trillion dollars a year for the foreseeable future we have a savings rate that if the government doesn't send people a check, right? No check means $725 billion of savings wiped out. And this is where gold comes in. And when you think about, you know, I think about, and I tell you, you know, when Eric uh, was was wanting to come back, he wanted to warn everybody. He saw all of this. Remember, Eric's talking about inflation. Remember? He was saying, listen, everything's going to go crazy. Stephen Roach is saying the same thing. What happens when the dollar loses 35% of its purchasing power? What happens? And the answer is very simple. Everything's going to cost a whole heck of a lot more. And when you put it into gold, Whatever, let's just say you put $10,000 into gold today, based on what I'm telling you. And Stephen Roach is right. So today, whatever costs $10,000 today, okay, and let's just say, I don't know, some used truck, it's ten grand. The dollar falls 35% in a year. All of a sudden, that same exact truck, same miles, same everything, now costs $13,500. That money you put into gold, right, it's going to cover that. Hey, I'm gonna, I could sell my gold coins that I bought a year ago. I can turn around and sell them and buy that truck. Probably have money left over. That's what gold does. Now fast forward. 
where are we going to be in five years? Social Security will be bankrupt. I've already told you that. Don't you believe me yet? I know they keep saying 2031, but that's a lot. Because they got to have Medicare and Medicaid fixed. Social Security disability, which is going to spike again, has no money, right? Believe me when I tell you. 2025. The digital dollar is coming to a bank account near you. I hope you have your gold before then. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. You don't think it's coming? How about this one? The European Central Bank over the weekend trademarked the digital euro. You've heard it. Right? We're going to a digital dollar. They're going to have a digital euro, just like I told you. Now, here's the problem. I just figured it out. problem is these central banks, they already knew this years ago. This is where we're going. I hope you have your gold put away. You need at least an ounce for every year you've been alive. You got a wife, you need an ounce for her, too. You got kids. You need an ounce for them, too. Grandkids, you get the idea. Today, I've got a, it's a limited special, but this is, you know, you talk about stone-cold lead pipe locks. This is one of them. Uh, U.S. $20 gold pieces this morning. I've got 35 at twenty ninety five. That's a $40 savings, and really, you got to get ready. Prices are going up. It's probably going to be more like $50. Uh, as gold's up $17, make it $18 down, $19.18. Uh, silver at $24.5. Uh, the Dow is up uh, $360, all on hopes for more stimulus. Listen, without stimulus, it's going to be incredibly ugly. With stimulus, incredibly ugly. Because here's the fact about the stimulus. Uh, You're not working. Okay, so here's some money to get you by. That money gets spent. You're still not working. And think about, just think about the layoffs that I've announced and, you know, going back to like last Wednesday. Seems like every day there's another layoff and big ones. You know, today, uh, the Royal Theaters, uh, 45,000 of which, thirty to 35,000 of those jobs in the United States. AMC now saying, hey, listen, we're running out of money. We're running out of money. I, I, my guess is AMC, that's probably another 30, 40, 50,000. Maybe because I, I would think it's bigger. could be a little more than that. People out of work. Last week, it was Disney, aerospace, all of those things. Take the time. Put it away. It's a hedge against the dollar. We understand what we're, the, the situation we're in. doesn't matter who wins the election. I mean, if Joe Biden wins, okay, gold's going to be higher faster. That's just my opinion. But it really doesn't matter. You know, the commercial for that I cut about Social Security, there's no Social Security account with your name on it. The Supreme Court ruled back in the 60s. That's a tax. We can't pay it. Well, we will. 
I don't. I, I'm telling you right now, we will give people money. Problem is, it just won't buy anything. That's the problem. So what if you got fourteen hundred dollars a month? If the average rent is two grand, right? What is fourteen hundred bucks going to do for you? Nothing. Eight hundred nine five one. 0592 US $20 gold pieces 2095. You got gold here at what? Nine, almost 1920 and rising. Great time to get into the market. We've seen the bottom. We're nowhere near the top. Great time to do it. 800 951 0592. We'll be back tomorrow. God bless.